welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for November 14th, 2012. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I will be discussing the bullish percent concept. Tom, I've heard you talking a lot about this bullish percent topic a lot, uh, especially lately. And I noticed when you're talking about bullish percent, you seem to be talking a lot about offense and defense. Why is that? Well, uh, a lot of times we use the bullish percent uh, chart or charts as our lead indicators. It's not the only indicator that we use, but it's, it's uh, you know, the you could call it the offensive coordinator of the football team. What we like to do is use more of a, a dimmer switch approach to managing money and managing the risk for our clients instead of an on-off switch. I think a lot of times uh, when people start to get familiar with charts, they see their chart that they're following or the, a bullish percent chart go from X's to O's and they think, oh, I've got to sell something or I've got to rip apart my entire investment plan. And, and that's not really the case. Uh, when we talk about this dimmer switch approach, we use a lot of different tools. We have the trend chart of the underlying mutual fund or stock. We have the sector chart. We want to know if that sector not only is in a positive trend, but is it a favored sector? We also want to look at the fundamentals. And then we want to look at the market backdrop. We want to know if the market is on offense or defense. And that's, that's really important. There's uh, a lot of folks that just play offense all the time. And you know, if you're a basketball team, and you're playing offense all the time, you're gonna have a lot of high scoring games, but you're probably not gonna to win too many games. And so there's times to be playing offense and times to be playing defense in the market. And the problem is most people just know how to play one way. They only play offense. So if you're um, an investment advisor, money manager, broker for your clients, and you don't really know about offense, defense, you know, when you get, uh, you know, money to invest for your clients, you know, you put it to work, but you may be putting it in at a, a short-term market top. And that just, I don't think makes good sense. So the, the bullish percent is one part of our dimmer switch approach to managing money for clients. All right. So where did the whole concept of bullish percent come from? Did, did you invent that? Uh, no, I, I learned this from Tom Dorsey and uh, his great team at Dorsey Wright and Associates, and they are the leaders in point and figure charting. And uh, Tom actually picked up the concept of bullish percent from two technicians 50 years ago. The first was a fellow named Ernest Stabey was a market technician and he started noticing that you know even as we got towards market tops all charts tend to look really good and as we got towards market bottoms a lot of charts still looked really bad and so if you didn't understand or didn't know about the bullish percent concept uh, a lot of times you continue to invest even at the tops of the markets, and you were avoiding great opportunities at the bottom of the market. In 1955, a fellow named A.W. Cohen came along and actually put this bullish percent concept to work. And the great thing about bullish percent is that it, it warns us when we're getting near short-term market tops, and it also 
points out when we're getting to a pretty washed out opportunity, a good time to be looking for some bargains. And so instead of really just trying to catch a falling knife or trying to take a shot in the dark and buying something cheap, the bullish percent really gives us a, a better indication of, hey, it's safe to start, you know, it's safe to start wading back into the pool. Or we may want to think about, you know, when we're taking money off the table, we may not want to buy something else. We may just want to put the money on the sidelines. So it's a great indicator. Um, going back to Staby, he was one of these guys who said, um, you know, he noticed that all charts continued to look good until charts started to look bad. And so we saw a chart, you know, one pattern after the next all looked terrific. And it was hard to decide which ones did you want to buy. Kind of like the analogy we hear all the time, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And so it's hard to say, hey, you know what? The market is flipping from offense to defense. Maybe we ought to slow things down. So uh, it, it was a new concept, but it makes a lot of sense when you use it in conjunction with your point and figure charts. Right. Um, so let's talk about this bullish percent. Uh, when we're flipping from offense to defense, like you were just talking about, does that mean that we should head for the hills and sell everything? No, not exactly. Um, uh, I've learned over the years that the bullish percent is a risk indicator. You know, when I, when I started learning about charts back in the mid-1990s, uh, once you start to see this, you say, wow, this is kind of like a magic on-off switch. This could really work out great. Just sell when we go to O's and buy when we go back to X's. But it doesn't work that way because not only do you have to, uh, you know, getting back to that football analogy is that, you know, it's great to know when you're on offense or defense, but it's also equally important to know what field position you're in. You could be, uh, you could get the ball back, you could be back on offense, but you could have lousy field position. You know, you're, you're, uh, coming off a sell signal on a uh, on a chart. So it's important not only to know your um, whether we're on offense or defense, but also what kind of field position we're in. So the bullish percent really works as a risk indicator. It's a terrible, terrible indicator for market timing. It just doesn't work that way. So it's really good when you use it at, in, you know, um, when you use it in combination with other uh, factors like the trend chart, what's happening with the sectors, are they favored or not, are they in positive trends, and, and uh, also what's going on you know, with the market in general. So that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, and it's something that a lot of people have done in the past. And, and I see newer advisors uh, continuing to do that. They will just, you know, when the market uh, bullish percent chart for say the S&P 500, or the bullish percent chart for the New York Stock Exchange flips to O's, they sell everything, and they wind up selling out at a pretty bad time. What could have been just a market exhaling uh, really could have been a good opportunity to kind of gather your, you know, gather your assets and, and look around for good opportunities. Let me give you another uh, analogy, which I think makes a lot of sense in terms of describing what happens with the bullish percent. Suppose you're walking, you know, suppose, uh, Brendan, you and I are outside the building and we take a 20-foot plank and we put it on the ground in the parking lot and I ask you to walk from one end to the other. It's just laying on the ground there. What's the chances of you falling off and really hurting yourself when it's laying on the ground? Uh, pretty slim, yeah, I pretty, would hope. Pretty small, I'd hope so. <laughs> um, but let's take that same plank and put it 20 feet up in the air 
and I ask you to walk from one end to the other, uh, I, I got to believe you're going to be a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's it, there's a real opportunity for you to fall and get hurt. The bullish percent concept works the same way. Uh, when the risk is low, it's easy to walk across that plank and put money to work in the market, and we've got a very low risk opportunity. The problem comes with the fact that when it's low risk, it's usually when the market's really washed out and nobody, everyone's afraid. No one wants to go back into the market. So the opposite is also true. When the market's really frothy and everybody's talking about the stock market, usually the risk is pretty high. And I can show clients where we are at on the bullish percent chart to show you, hey, this is a high risk zone. Usually when we get over 70% on the bullish percent chart, we're in that high risk area where if the, if the bullish percent chart turns down, from above 70%, we're usually in for some trouble. And that's actually what happened here in November of 2012. So that's really important to know. You know, we talk about field position, we talk about managing the risk all the time. This is a pretty good analogy. Another, I wanna talk about some yardsticks that I think are really important. So the bullish percent, the definition of the bullish percent is the percentage of stocks that are on buy signals. So we can't change co uh, columns in the chart unless we get at least 6% of all charts to change from a buy signal to a sell signal. So that's a lot of stocks, 6%. So we don't get a column change unless we've got a 6% move from stocks on buy signals to stocks on sell signals. Now it gets a little more convoluted than that because you could have a stock that's way up on their point and figure chart and has to come way down to generate a sell signal. So we've got all kinds of different things that, that can generate sell signals. But the main thing to know is that you're not going to get a column change unless you get a 6% move from buy signals to sell signals. A typical market pullback, which can happen at any time without any kind of news, is typically 5 to 10%. So Oftentimes, we can have a 6% pullback on the bullish percent chart and flip from offense to defense, like we've done now, and it turns out that really we just had a normal pullback. There wasn't a, um, an overwhelming change in market conditions, and it's just the market breathing or, <clears throat> or exhaling. So that's important, some yardsticks to, um, to keep in mind. All right, so we're talking about these charts flipping from offense to defense and defense to offense. Is there a general amount of time they tend to stay that way when they change? There's no hard and fast rule with that, but over time we've learned that the average length of time that the bullish percent chart stays on offense for the bullish percent New York Stock Exchange is about 90 days. And the average length of time that the bullish percent for the New York Stock Exchange is on defense is about half of that, or about 45 days. Uh, it's interesting to note, and I've, I've pointed this out to clients as well, is that it's just my opinion that, or observation, that stocks tend to go up very slowly, but they tend to come down very quickly. And it's really unsettling at times to see the market go down 100 points or, you know, like we saw last week, 300 points in a single day. It raises everybody's stress level. But when you look at the charts and look at what's happening with the bullish percent and look at the whole backdrop, it's usually, there's usually an answer 
that we can find, you know, hey, the market's just exhaling or things really are changing. So those 90 days on offense and 45 days on defense are really an average. There are times like in 2008 where we had bullish percent charts flipping from offense to defense. It seemed like every two weeks we were going from offense to defense. And there's also times like in 2005 where we flipped from offense to defense just one time. So uh, things change. No two markets are ever the same. And so we always you know, suggest to our listeners that before they make a decision to buy or sell any type of investments, they really need to check with their investment advisor. Uh, we also want to mention that none of the securities mentioned in this or any podcast or video represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. Now, this video is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned here. And quite frankly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you're making a huge mistake. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, you can contact us. We'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, you can reach us on the web at maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y.net or you can call us at 732-223-9000. So that wraps up this week's podcast, and uh, Brendan, we'll catch up with everybody next week.